Hey there, this is Liz with a quick note for those of you headed to the Women in Aviation International Conference in Orlando. Please join me on opening night for the Authors Connect Reading and Reception presented by United Airlines and Pass International. We have an incredible lineup of authors who will read from their work and who you'll be able to mingle with in a more intimate setting than the conference hall. We'll have heavy appetizers, a cash bar, and some giveaways, so don't miss it. This is a limited ticket event, so visit my link tree at the bottom of my show notes to get your tickets before they sell out. Also, come visit the Authors Connect table, which will be in the Cypress alcove outside the exhibit hall. Check the dailies for author signing times, but come by anytime to peruse the bookshop and stock up on your aviatrix literature. I also have some fun, inspirational literary aviatrix charm bracelets and aviatrix journals there for you to purchase to help fund my outreach activities. Happy reading and see you in Orlando. Hello and welcome. This is Liz Booker with a literary aviatrix waypoint along our journey through stories featuring women in aviation. This one is from season one, episode 31. In my interview with Erin Seideman about her book, Postcards from the Sky, Adventures of an Aviatrix. This is a super fun book by a general aviation author about her journey through flight training, aircraft ownership, and some of her relationship adventures in her 20s. In this clip, she's talking about her aircraft ownership journey. And I have to say that I listened with a lot of fascination and quite a bit of envy. I definitely um, have on my bucket list to own an aircraft eventually. It doesn't make sense in my life right now. I live really far from any airport, so it's like an hour commute to get anywhere. And uh, I just don't think I could fly enough to justify it. But eventually, that's something that I would like to do. And in this clip, I'm I'm dropping some names. Maybe you'll recognize Cecilia Aragon, the author of Flying Free. So Cecilia owns a Super Patrol, which is a light sport amphibious aircraft, which is really cool. You can look it up. And she's part owner in a couple of other planes. And then our book club member, Cherie Surian, owns an air coop, which to my amazement as a former helicopter pilot is an aircraft with no rudder pedals, but it was super fun to go for a ride in. So to all of you aircraft owners and to those of you who uh, dream of owning an aircraft like me, here's Aaron Seideman. So this whole book takes place with your first plane, which you named Orion. And uh, since then, you've, you've had some upgrades. Tell us about your plane ownership journey. So I, I had Orion for just over 10 years. And, you know, you hear people say that selling your airplane is the best day of your life. And that is so untrue. I cried my eyes out. I mean, because in 10 years of airplane ownership, you, you become attached to the plane. It becomes a, a personality, like a friend. And, um, and, and I hated to give up. You know, I felt like I was betraying him by, by selling him. And I felt really bad, but you know, I also kept telling myself, "Hey, you know, I, I had already bought a new plane. I'm like, you're you're gonna make those same memories and 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 maybe even better with this new plane. So just just get over it. You'll be okay." Um, 
So yeah, so I had Orion for a little over 10 years. And then I bought a uh, 1979 Piper Seneca 2, which is a twin engine. And I was not ready to fly a twin engine. So it was the second time I bought a plane, oopsie, uh, that I was not ready to fly. So, um, but it, it was, I had, I had taken another trip to the Bahamas in, in the Cessna 172. And for a couple of years, I had already been thinking that I wanted to upgrade to a twin, but I didn't know anybody who owned a twin. So there, you know, I couldn't really ask them much. I, I had nobody to ask about it, but it had been in the back of my mind for a couple of years that I wanted the speed and the added safety feature of another engine. And I, I, I took another trip out to the Bahamas in my 172 and, and I met a guy um, who lived on Rum Key. He was a, a ship captain. He would run cargo between um, Florida and Rum Key because he worked for uh, a developer that was um, building housing on Rum Key. You know, that, that kind of pushed me over the edge to get the twin because Rum Key is really far out. You know, I talked about Bimini and Grand Bahama that are about 52 nautical miles off of Florida. Rum Key, you go over Nassau, you go over the Exumas, Eleuthera, uh, Long Island, it's it's as far east as the Bahamas go. So there's a lot of overwater flying if you're going to be going to Rum Key. And so, you know, with this boyfriend on Rum Key, I knew I'd be going out there a lot. And that was kind of the, the, the final straw of, okay, it's time to get a twin. So, um, so then I had the twin for about five years. And uh, right before COVID shut everything down and early, what was that, 2020, I bought um, a Cirrus. I kind of gotten tired of the, the maintenance costs of owning a twin. Um, you know, I loved the plane. I, I really had nothing wrong with the plane. And it wasn't that I couldn't afford it, but when you're spending all your money just on the plane and pretty much nothing else, eh, that, that might be a little too much. So I wanted to go back to owning a single, but you become spoiled with the speed of a twin. And so that really limited my choices of a single that was going to give me the same speed that I had with the twin. So I was looking at Bonanzas and I was looking at Cirruses and finally settled on the Cirrus. And um, although I haven't flown as much, uh, you know, with COVID and also taking care of a sick parent, um, it's a wonderful plane and I can't wait to fly it more. And, and I'm really looking forward to flying it more and getting to know it better and, and making those memories with the new plane. You know, they say that you should surround yourself by people who are moving in the same direction that you want to go or who have already accomplished it, which is totally what I'm doing with this project because, you know, you're you're a published author and I'm writing and looking to get published. And I just got back from a trip to Seattle where I met up with a couple of our book club associates, Cecilia Aragon, the author of Flying Free, and Sherry Surian, who is very hospitable out there. And um, Sherry owns her own aircraft and we jumped in and we took a spin and she offered to fly me somewhere else. And um, Cecilia will have news when she's ready to share it. But, uh, and you own an aircraft. So I came home and I informed my husband that I'm getting a plane, <laughs> which wasn't something I ever took very seriously before. And I have a long, long way before I'll be ready to do that. But what advice do you have for someone who is considering buying their own plane? And especially somebody young who is maybe trying to weigh the benefits of either owning it or continuing to do their training by renting. My first bit of advice is 
if it's going to be close, you know, if you kind of think you can afford it, might be a little close, might be a little tight, don't do it because there are always unforeseen expenses in airplane ownership. I mean, I'm talking thousands of dollars unforeseen expenses. And there's no way to plan for that. You really just have to have that natural cushion already in place. So it's certainly not gonna come there after you buy the airplane. Um, but on the other hand, if, if you know that you can afford it and, and you know that you'll be able to fly it enough, you know, don't buy a plane if you're only gonna fly it every once in a while, which unfortunately is what I'm doing right now, but that will change. Um, but you know, if, if you know that you can afford it and you will be able to fly it enough, I'm, I'm the total opposite. I'm like, when are you going to go look at that plane? Did you get it inspected? You need to buy that plane right now. So, you know, just do your homework. If, if there's one takeaway from this, do your homework and make sure you can afford it. And then if you can absolutely, absolutely 100% buy the plane, buy the plane, you won't regret it.